Hi, I'm Sade. And I'm Christian. And this is episode 148 of Shades of Brown. Um, and this week, actually, we're going to talk about voting for four hours and participating in the civic process. <laughs> wait, wait, I mean, wait, see, see, the problem is if you, if you do that at the end, then they have to like listen to the whole episode before they turn it off. So... Actually, like jokes aside, I'm not gonna be like every other Apple blog or podcast about voting. I will actually say though, like 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 real shit, just like before we actually hop into tech news. Media literacy, delete Twitter <laughs> this week. Like real talk, regardless of if you are one of our European listeners, if you're in the US or if you're in Canada, right? Wherever you're at, I would I would actually say now is a great time to just maybe, you know, not not open Twitter or or mastodon or whatever right like like just like real real talks for a second um you know what you could do instead is i will put this in the show notes where discord teamed up with a known white um duo 100 gex to make six hour long version of the discord theme remixed i didn't know the discord had a theme but but you know instead of reading twitter if you want to experience the pain of being mansplained by a bunch of cis white folks, we have a hundred gex. I don't. I actually don't know if a hundred gex is cis. So if they are, I apologize. If they aren't, I apologize in advance. If they are a queer group, I don't know anything about a hundred gex. Um, if if they are not cis and they actually are cool queer people, please at me at packacat10forward.social. Oh, but with that, I think I think um time to take a quick moment to talk to follow up on a story from earlier in the year, right about Quibi. About Quibi, uh, as, as, as people may probably do not remember because 2020 has been a year that Quibi was a service, uh, short, a short form was a service, a, a short form video service, right? That had a very, uh, let's just say a very short run, uh, a very quick, quick run, as it were. Uh, Quibi was for those, uh, just to, I guess, for people who don't keep up with tech news and who can blame them. Uh, it was a short form mobile focused streaming service. So you would watch these videos on your phone and they were short videos. I, I don't remember. I don't know what the length is of these. Like, what is it? Like five minutes or what? Like, how? I think it was, it was 10 minutes or less. Um, basically, it was, like, it was a couple of minutes. Um, yeah, essentially short form video, right? Um, it's just, I mean, it's two things, right? It's the fact that, A, when we were talking about Quibi, none of us really thought that, you know, the world was about to become what 2020 has become, right? But at the same time, you know, when you have Chance the Rapper, you know, Mr. I Love My Wife, you know, on your, as one of the headliners, you know, I think that's what you know you fucked up. <laughs> oh my god, why do you, why do you not like Chance the Rapper so much? Bro, his last album was literally no, no. Let's let's let's, let's unpack this. All right, let's Waypoint Radio Austin Walker style unpack Chance the Rapper. His 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 album was called The Big Day. It was about him getting married, and literally the entire album, he's just going, "I love my wife." Ah, the entire time, right? Like it's not good. It's not. Good. I mean, the man loves his wife. Well, let him be, bro. I'll let him be. Um, <laughs> So Kibi, like it, I think I think one of those things is like, yeah, nobody could have predicted what what was going to happen in twenty twenty, and this when this launched, like the whole premise was that you would watch these videos on your commute to, uh, to work or 
good. Like you just watch them where you're like standing in line or whatever, right? Like, but then you know the the pandemic happened and nobody is uh, like not not every most a lot of people are not going outside like that anymore, right? Like they're not going on these commutes. They're not uh, they're not standing in line as much as they used to. Like it's 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 like all, the whole use case, like the whole premise, just sort of evaporated into thin air because like nobody is going to do these things, right? And then. Turns out, turns out, it, and turns out, if you don't have good content on your short form video service, nobody, nobody's gonna subscribe to it. Like nobody's gonna like, like as people are gonna try it out for the one, like the T-Mobile free trial, right? Like, is, isn't that T-Mobile still was like they were giving away, uh, like if you, I yeah, guess, like an extended trial of Quibi if you're unlimited plan, yeah. But like nobody's gonna pay for it. Like when they look at it, people are gonna look at this and be like, why am I? Why would I pay? five bucks for this per month and also still get ads and also just get these 10 minute little videos, which I, which I, if I wa- really wanted these kind of videos, I would just go on, I don't know, YouTube. Like I, I think I, I don't like, I never really understood where like they were going to have what like premium content. No, they didn't never had premium content. I right? think like, they had content that like was, was rejects from like major t- TV networks, right? Like this is stuff like, Shows that like t- major TV networks wouldn't air, so they were like, "Okay, fine, we'll just put it on Kibi just to have it some air somewhere, right?" Like this is this is not like top shelf content. This is not HBO. This is not like you know Disney Plus or like whatever, right? Like it's it's not. This is not good stuff. Like you can't like. There's no good stuff here. So that's like there's multiple reasons Kibi failed, uh, and Kibi announced that they are going to be. Uh, shutting down the business. Uh, they're going to return whatever remaining cash they were they had to their shareholders, and I guess fire every Kibi employee. So okay, so apparently there were two plans. I should correct myself with a short correction. There was a four ninety nine plan with ads, and a seven ninety nine plan where you, where you didn't get ads. And who is going to pay seven ninety nine for this? Um, I I'm just gonna like I there is I don't get it and. Also, the, the one of the funniest things was the day that they this this news was announced. That was the same day that they launched TV apps, right for for Apple TV, Android TV, and Fire TV, right? Like, which is can you imagine, like, like some working on like a product, like working on these apps, and then you launch it, and then the company shuts down? Can I just tell you, I just found something even more amazing. All right, so I searched on Twitter. Bad idea, I know, for Quibi. Did you know Australia has a sovereign wealth fund? Uh, that's not surprising. A lot of countries have sovereign wealth fund. But did you know that said wealth fund was one of the biggest investors in Quibi? Really? The Australian sovereign wealth fund was one of the biggest investors in Quibi. This, I'm putting this in the show notes. So if you are Australian, you are in fact an owner of, of a failed venture. <laughs> let's, let's talk about how much money was invested. One point seven five. Billion. That's billion with the capital B, folks. Like one point seven five billion dollars was invested by investors in Kibi, and I, 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 I and I want to know how do I get in on this grift, bro? Like how do I get in on this, on this, on this like venture capital grift? Like one point seven five billion dollars. Like how do I get in on that? That's uh, that's that's a lot of like a lot. Most of the money was already spent on content. So I, I think they were returning a certain amount. I don't. I don't know. I don't see how much they were returning, but they are returning a certain amount to investors, uh, which uh, 
I'm sure investors are not 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 too pleased uh, about this one. Like, I, I don't know, like, what are you thinking about, like, when you invest in something like Kibi? Well, I mean, I'm thinking more of like you just you, you're bored and you just have too much money that you don't need. Yeah, like, I was, that's, I was, that's literally that's, yeah. what it is. One point one point seven five billion, and like apparently there was a report back in July that Kibi lost over ninety percent of its subscribers after the initial three month trial ran out. Uh, so it's like, well, you know, you know what Quibi is. All right, let me pull out my investor <clears throat> deck real quick. Wow, I could have phrased that better. I did not mean that to be okay. Anyways, let's pull out the investor deck. All right, Quibi is it's a low mo quo startup, location based, mobile based, and quick low mo quo Quibi. That is my new portfolio. That just sounds like a line from like the Silicon Valley show. Uh, the HBO, <laughs> the HBO show, Silicon Valley. Uh, just, just that is oh God. That just sounds low so, mo that, quo. I, that just, that just sounds like something a Google exec would say. You know, like something you know, like a Google exec in, in Silicon Valley while he's drinking whatever the fuck Google. Oh my God! No, no. Drink. Okay, here's here's what it is. All right, so we're at we're at Burning Man. <laughs> We're at Burning Man, and you know Verizon is blasting us at that ultra wideband towers, right? So we're we, we're on ultra wideband. You take a hit of the blunt, and you're like, "Hey, yo, bro, Stadia, that's local moquo." <laughs> <laughs> I think we should really just move on to actual news before we we turn to a comedy I, I, podcast. I, I think yes, I think we, we have enough dunking on Kibi. Uh, rest in rest in uh, peace, I guess. Uh, I don't know if there's any. Like it, it was barely alive, so I don't know if it's actually dead. So let's talk about console hardware. Um, hard th- left. We're doing hard left. <laughs> hard left. Let's talk about the console hardware. Just, just, just straight, straight left. Uh, so th- this week, uh, I guess more embargoes uh, came up with the uh, the the Xbox Series boxes and the and the ps uh the ps5 boxes right well i mean it's basically the whole we know the whole thing at this point so it is just the consoles as well but remember last week sony showed off the ui right for the ps5 so we can talk about that as well and the xbox series ui is literally the same thing as the current xbox ui right so we you know we already know what it's going to be so we we know that what the software is going to be right like mostly right like and we also like now that now we have a closer look at the at the hardware, right? Like so, so there's obviously two boxes. For the, let's start with the Xbox. So we have the Series X and the Series S. Still terrible names, by the way. Uh, which one do you want to let's start? Do we want to start with the Series S? Let's let's start with this. I think we'll start the Series S piece. It's it's the least interesting story, right? I think we can. So it is. Um, it is this white. Like I'm. It's right now. It's just the white box, right? Like this. Uh, this it's slightly less shorter like 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 height wise than the than the series x right it is uh, much thinner obviously no disk drive right uh and it has the same set of ports on the back just in a sort of in a different sort of like layout uh like two two usb ports ethernet port hdmi port and uh and what is that that storage thing? I don't know what it's called. Like is it called the- So it's it's the Xbox expansion slot. I mean, and we just to talk quickly about the expansion slot cuz it'll be the same right for the Series X. Someone did do a teardown on it and it essentially looks like if you remember early in the year, I think me and you were talking about, or you and I were talking about um how we thought it was a CF Express card because that's the same sort of physical form factor. And if you take if you take it apart what it is, it is basically um is it, M, is it I, I forgot what inch it is, right? Or what centimeter it is, but see, small M.2 drives, right? It's the one that's like a quarter inch or a couple centimeters, right? Of a drive, the really small ones. It's basically one of those, 
with the metal enclosure serving as a heat sink, but it is soldered to a CF Express connector at the end of it. So it is it is a CF Express like connector that connects to the console. It is not connecting via M.2, you know, like a traditional M.2 slot, but it is in all other for other um extents it is a M.2 um style layout, right? Where it has like a DRAM cache and then has the NAND chips on it as a um regular SSD would. Right. So and, and and for the Series S, the fans are on the on the top, right? Those, those uh, just those one fan, fan grills. Yeah, just that's just, one just one fan. fan. Okay, yep. just just one big fan, right? Like that's a pretty big fan. Like is the whole thing a fan, or is there the, just the vent that's just that big? Eh? The black circle is the fan piece. Essentially, if you um, if it's when it was taken apart and sort of the official teardowns that Microsoft's posted or the expanded view of it. It looks like it has the same vapor chamber heatsink style that the that the One X has. So it's that similar cooling system with just one big fan to exhaust air at the top. Right. So this this looks like an IKEA speaker, like that. As people have probably already seen this, like you know, it looks like an IKEA speaker. Uh, I am like it looks nice. Like I, I I don't have a like I don't have a problem with this. Like it looks fine. Um, it is. It is a, a fine enough size, you know. Like it's, I don't have a problem with the hardware, right? Like this, this, this thing is like those are. There are side vents as well, like two side vents on on each on the left and the right sides. Uh, it's it's fine. I I I, I like I, I don't know what to say about these boxes as much as like like the Series S especially is just is just fine. It just looks like an Xbox. It's just like a little little box. No, I mean, and I think I think this is a departure though from say other. And in, in the broader world of gaming, too, right? Because even like the PS5 and the Series X both have um, bits of what PC gamers like to flaunt, right? In terms of design aesthetics, where this is just like, it is a boring box. And that is why, and that is fine, though. That's what you want, right? Like, no one, you, like, your mom doesn't want RGB on the Chromecast you got for her, right? Like, no, she doesn't want Chroma on it. Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't need those RGB LEDs everywhere, right? No, no need for the, no need for the LED. Uh, animations and whatnot but yeah like it, it's just a very boring looking box like it will fit right in with i mean i would imagine it's, it's gonna come in different colors later on in the year like i would imagine we get a black version of this uh sometime in, in the sometimes next year probably. yeah they always do like the special or, editions right they're probably like a minecraft theme one right for other games or a halo uh, one probably yeah. i don't know like, uh, <laughs> in five years from now in that game in five years from now we'll have a halo one yeah 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 so we, we, definitely there's gonna be themed editions i'm like if there's a black one it's gonna look like real cool, real nice uh, i would imagine It'll, like the, the the fan grill will blend right in right so I, I, that's what i'm hoping for yeah although i think there's one thing about the hardware that we should complain about and it's the fact that, yes, it has gigabit Ethernet, which is great, but it does not have Wi-Fi 6. And I may be saying to yourself, who cares about Wi-Fi 6 on a console? No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I care about it. But uh, The PS5 has why? Wi-Fi 6. The Xboxes, Series X and S, both have Wi-Fi 5, do not have Wi-Fi 6. Wait, wait, wait. Series X also doesn't have Wi-Fi 6? Nope, they both have Wi-Fi really? 5. Really? Really? Microsoft? Excuse me? Especially when you're pushing game streaming as a thing, right? And even then, if it's an all-digital console, right? You still want as best as a good download think, speed I you I think what get. happened here is this, the hardware is, like, the chipsets were designed at the point where, like, probably Wi-Fi 6 chips didn't were not common enough to be put in these hardware. I, I, I don't know. I would imagine that's what happened. Because I cannot imagine launching a new console and not having Wi-Fi 6 in them. Uh, without it being some sort of hardware timeline problem, uh, I like that just seems like a glaring omission, right? 
like yeah for for the longevity of this consoles right like for like for these consoles to be around for like say five years six years like wi-fi six is it's like important for that right like you want like people are going to start upgrading their wi-fi access points you you want these to have wi-fi six so they're compatible and, and future proof for that right like i am that's uh that's unfortunate that's 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 just unfortunate uh I, and also no usb c which okay yes we get it we well usb c is a problem microsoft doesn't like it but think there's there's this problem we have with these next gen consoles where this series s only comes with a 512 um ssd which i think is fine right for the 300 box i actually don't think it's a problem because you can either buy the expansion which it is 200 for a terabyte but that is just what gen 4 um nvme costs right even for pc that is they're not marking it up in any way it is just that expensive right now to produce those parts but what you can do um with the xboxes is use the SSD, like a SATA one or an external drive is cold storage, which is not a problem. I think it's a good idea, right? Buy like a, a bigger, slower drive, right? Just for cold storage. So you can swap out games. So you don't have to download them all the time, right? Like when you want to play them, that's not a bad idea. But the problem being, if you have a USB A connector, you limit the speed you can go for, right? Because you can buy external drives that do 10 gigabit USB right now, right? But you, I believe you only get 10 gigabit of USB C. I don't think you can get that with the three connector. I think you have to do gen 3.2 and i don't think 3.2 works with usb a it's like a, a, a fucking US, the usb if makes things very confusing so i actually don't know which usb standard you need for that like usb 3.2 or whatever the fuck is called like super speed m2 i, I like those names are fuck fuck the but USB-IF. i just know like to get the fastest speeds right you do need a c connector and i think it would benefit them to put c connectors on there for that reason alone yeah i just i just i wonder if this is just like microsoft just doesn't like USB-C. I mean we know that microsoft doesn't like USB-C. uh and they just want to stick with USB-A just to just just for all those cables i i i don't know like it's it just seems like they like in some ways yeah it seems like the hardware was designed at a point like a while ago, considering the absence of uh, of a, US, a Wi-Fi six chipset, uh, like it it seems like there were some some considerations in that fact, like the US not not having USB C yet. Uh, so it's just all USB A ports. So the Series S five twelve gigabyte SSD, as you mentioned, uh, which uh, which uh, you know I would say, I mean, you said it's not a problem, but I I think it's a problem because. I think it's a problem mostly because games are getting upwards of 200 gigabytes right now. They are. Um, let's talk about Call of Duty Black Ops for a moment. How it's 250 on a PC, right? 250 gigabytes for the entire game. That's half of this SSD. That is half of a 512 gigabit SSD, right? Like if you have a game that's 250 gigabytes, that is half of, of your of your now new console, right? Like that is incredibly big. And Actually, I think to go counter to my point too, not to interrupt, but just go counter, I guess, the, to make my point of, of saying it's fine, actually to flip on it for a second, you actually do lose, like, I think it's what, like 60 gigabytes because of Smart Resume, right? Where it stores right, right. RAM into so, memory. So you're not even going to have the full 512, right? Like, it you, might be like 300, do. probably 350, maybe. Yeah, that, so that, that means that you can have like one, or like you, you install this new Call of Duty game and now you're basically full on storage. Uh, that's. Um, like that's not a that's not a good time. Like I I like I feel like the problem here is because especially on the on the on the X series S because you like it is obviously made for the market that's more price conscious and this price conscious market is I don't know if they're going to be buying the expand uh, expandable storage, uh, 
or like or any storage uh, additional to the to the console at all. So it it creates a problem for them specifically. I feel like right. Like if if you want to like if you don't want to buy the expandable storage, understandable because it is two hundred dollars. You know, uh, so you don't want to buy that, but you still want to play. Okay, so you're just stuck with. Uh, like stuck with basically storage management again, right? Like you store, you're stuck with managing games again. Like you're stuck with uh, like uninstalling, you know, whichever games you don't want to play. So if if you want to play these, I hope not. I mean, uh, games are getting bigger, but like the Call of Duty is sort of like a, still an outlier, right? Like I don't think there are other games that are that big. Yeah, because like I think Valhalla uh, is going to be around sixty gigabytes, right? And I think and Destiny Two is getting cut in half. How much right? was Gears Five? Like Gears Five was ninety six like... for the for the four K. So this is for my One X. Um, I just because like I, I just got um you know faster you know I got that fast internet, so I'd be stress testing my network sometimes and <laughs> downloading games. So um, don't judge. But so yeah, I know Gears Five on the One X is ninety six gigabytes. But of course, right. The Series S is going to have smaller games because it's only 1080p textures. It's not, you know, 4K textures. So it's like, oh, yeah, and that's, I mean, not all games are going to be like the Call of Duty. Uh, that's just a very, like, I just said, sort of like an outlier example of like, like how big these games can get. And games are, games probably will streamline a little bit. Piece uh, of SSD, uh, right? You don't have to chunk together things. I hope that's the case because I really, really hope that we are going to get that sort of improvement because it, I mean, it's, it sucks even on PC downloading like fucking 250 gigabytes of fucking Warzone. Uh, like swear to God, it, it like updates every week too. So, you know, it's great. Uh, so yeah, like I, I'm not like a huge fan of the 512 and I know why they're doing it to save on money. Uh, definitely you cut down the costs on this. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's long-term, why is it? I'm I'm not a huge fan of the 512. You know what? Actually, too. Before actually, before we go to the X, there's one more thing that I want to bring up for these, and you might think it's a little bit weird, but I actually think it's time to put DisplayPort on consoles for the reason of these can run at higher refresh rates, right? But when like requiring you to have an HDMI 2.1 TV just to get 120 hertz, I think is a bad idea because you can get that right now with DisplayPort, right? You don't need it. You don't need a monitor that has it. And I think because shooters are going to have it, right? Like Gears is doing 120. Modern Warfare is going 120. Call of Duty is going 120. Next Halo games will be 120. Since a lot of more shooters and competitive games, I imagine Overwatch will probably have 120 whenever they update, right? For these consoles, because it's going to be more common. I don't actually think it's a bad idea, right? To buy like a cheap, you know, 120 hertz PC monitor at 1080p or 1440p and just plug in a console to it. Like, I don't think that's a terrible gaming setup. But as of right now, even if you get some HDMI to DisplayPort splitter thing, right, it's not going to give you that full refresh. I just think they don't think it's it's a it's a minority of the market that cares about 120. Uh, like, I, I really think they don't. They think like the 120 is being advertised on these, right? But obviously, I think they know that most people are not going to just upgrade their TVs to have a TV with HDMI 2.1, right? Like they are going to still play these games at 60. Uh, and that is what they are like. They're counting on what the majority is doing here. Like the, the majority of the market is not going to be playing these games at 120, right? Like, if you're really going to play, like if you're serious enough, I feel like, I don't know, maybe you will buy a, a, a new TV with HDMI 2.1, or you already have one. Like, you already have a TV that has HDMI 2.1, and you just want to buy a console that can match that. Um, so, so I'm, I'm like, I'm not too bothered by that. It's just, uh, HDMI seems just, you know, what people understand. Uh, I feel like just having that HDMI port there is, is fine. I, I don't really have a problem with that. If you want to use a PC monitor, 
Uh, I don't know if PC monitors have HDMI 2.1 still. There's really not any. I mean, okay. So I think we need, I need to explain to you how bad HDMI 2.1 is right now. Um, because you may think to yourself, oh, there's TVs HDMI 2.1. Friend, as of any connection standard, USB-C, one TV's HDMI 2.1 is not another. Example one, you may have a TV that supports HDMI 2.1, but only on one port. Example two, Samsung light markets their TVs as having 120 motion refresh. Now you, if you're non-technical, that sounds like 120 hertz, right? Mm, nope. That is fuck. motion smoothing that is branded as 120, but the TV itself only runs at 60 hertz. Is HDMI 2.1 is as messy as you think it is. It is almost more messy than finding a proper HDR TV. Oh my god. So I guess so it's just not ready yet. So I'm 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 okay, sure. Okay. Um, HDMI 2.1 is is a mess. All right, sure. Uh, just 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 the, all these standards are messy. It turns out. So the Series X, I okay. So it's it's a monolith. Okay, it's the monolith from 2001: A Space Odyssey. I don't know, I don't know if Chosa knows what that is. I think I watched it once while high. <laughs> fair. I mean, it is it is a very yeah. That's fair. Uh. But yes, uh, it it just looks like this black tower, right? Like with solid black all the way. Uh, there is a disk drive on the front, uh, like it is vertically oriented. Uh, there is what is what is that button? Allowed disk drive. We should say reports have said this disk drive is not is not is not a quiet one. It makes a lot of noise. Oh, oh. Uh, it is okay. So we have a loud disk drive. We have a, a one USB port on the front. Right, uh, and the power button and the button to eject the disc, I guess. Uh, back ports are the same, just in a just in a different order, right? Like there, you have the two USB ports, you have the Ethernet port, you have the expansion, uh, the storage expansion slot, and you have the what is? Oh, it's the uh, HDMI, right? So, so you have the same same amount of uh, same amount of ports. Uh, there is the whole the whole back is not. Uh, vent. There's the vent is only in the bottom left, to, bottom left and right corners, right? Like those are the vents, uh, and the other vent is on the top of the console, right? Like, uh, if you if it's if it's positioned vertically, that it would be on the top. If you put it on the side, obviously it'll be on the side. So like top top vent, uh, those holes. And I think we need to talk about them. Because I think you brought this up. So, okay, content warning here. We're about to talk about bugs. I will chapter this. Please skip ahead if you do not want to hear about bugs. But these holes, cockroaches are getting in this console. This is that's what it is. They are they, those are bug friendly holes, my friends. I yeah, and there's nothing nothing between. There's no screen, right? There's no dust screen. There's on no anything. mesh filter too on it. Like, and I get it. GN Steve's happy with this airflow, but it's not great for where most people keep their consoles at for like A, preventing dust and B, I mean, obviously, you know, not, I assume most people don't have bugs in their home, but again, like they come in when you open your door, right? Even outside of like the uh, Roach Motel jokes or whatever, right? Like it is a fact of life that if you do live in an apartment, you live in any, like anywhere, bugs will get in eventually. Mm-hmm. In an urban area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In an urban area, cockroaches are more common than you think. Uh, even if you, if you, you're like, it, it can happen. Uh, and dust obviously is going to be a problem, which I am curious about because, like, how, like, how much dust, like, do you have to clean? Like, how do you, like, I mean, cleaning them at least looks somewhat easy to if you just blow, like, comp- like, uh, like a air pressure air through it and it'll probably clean the uh, dust out of it. Uh, 
Like, I'm not sure how exactly you're going to have to clean these, like how much, how often, how much dust is going to collect on these. Uh, Well, the nice thing is, right, because of the top part, right, because how big the holes are, and that's just, there's one fan, right? There's one fan at the top. That's the only fan you really need to worry about cleaning, right? So you could at least, like, take a can of compressed air and spray out the top holes, and normally that would probably be good enough for helping airflow. uh, But yeah, like, I am curious, because dust buildup is is going to be a problem and especially because the holes are so big the dust is going to fall on the fan blades right like so that's the thing i'm worried about right if, if it's going to fall on the fan blades it's going to be a little harder to clean right because there's no like so like you can't like blow the, the air through another hole and that will blow out the air on the top right you know you understand what i'm trying to say here like the the angles are a bit uh like i like cleaning it is going to be like an interesting like i want to i want to like somebody i want somebody to like put this in like a dust bath or something and like then try to clean this out like i want to see how that works yeah because there's a reason right for cases that have um piece what would you say this to me i'm going to imagine this is probably like the equivalent like a one big 140 millimeter fan i would say i feel comp i feel yes, it's it, it is definitely it's, i mean 100 it looks like a 120 millimeter fan but probably. bigger than 100 right so you normally with pc cases like those right usually in the front they they spin at lower rpms right because of course they're bigger blades so they move more air but the thing about that and like the Mac Pro, right, is whenever you need to clean them, it's in the front of your case. You can just lift it up, clean it real quick, close it, and you're good. Here, you don't have that easy accessibility to actually getting to the fan blades. Exactly. Like, I think, like, I wonder, like, if placing these on the side, you'll collect less dust than if you place it uh, vertically, right? Like, I wonder if dust, if you'll get more dust, like, just sort of floating into the device if it's positioned, like, vertically, right? Like, I wonder if that's going to be a thing that people have to deal with. Like, if you, if you have this straight up, right, you know, in a vertical orientation, like, if that's going to collect more dust if you just place it on its side, right? Like, I... And speaking of, the, speaking of the, like, the orientation and the size, right, this thing is... Like gonna be a weird fit for uh, most people's uh, living rooms. Uh, it's uh... so it, it. The good way to tell though is if you have an original, if you have an Xbox One right now or an Xbox One X, and you turn it to its side, right? Well, you have the VCR; it doesn't apply. You need the One S or the or One X, right? If you place it vertically, right? If you want to, if you were thinking about getting a Series X and you want to have it vertical as it's shown in all the press shots, if you take your current console and just flip it to its side, right, so it's standing up. That is the same height as the Series X is. Of course, the Series X is wider, more boxier, right? But if you can have it standing up with having clearance for the, you know, like a good inch or so, whatever, whatever you call it in Canada land, centimeters, centigrade of clearance, right? Then, you know, for airflow, then you're good there. Yeah, that's that's also the thing, like airflow, right? Like you have to account for the top airflow. Like if you're going to put this uh, vertically, you know, you have to account for that. Unless you don't want your, you don't want your brand new console overheating. That, that doesn't sound like a good time. Um, so, you know, make sure, make sure you, I, I would imagine a lot of people are going to be placing this sideways because just because they don't have the space to like have these be vertical, right? Uh, that's, that's going to be a thing. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious. I mean, it is fine to be have it placed sideways. Like it is designed to work that way. It'll work fine. Yeah. There are other holes on the sides of the console, right? Because if you say like, if you say go ahead and, um, you know, place, a drink on top of the fit on top of the fan holes at the top of the block airflow right there are other holes that are cut or cutouts for air to exhaust from i mean it's obviously not ideal you always want it no, that, no do not i mean that do not do that for multiple reasons most of that i'm worried you're gonna spell your drink in, in into the console uh just just don't just 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 a pro tip for me don't don't put uh liquids near uh 
electronic devices. Uh, just just uh, just a fair warning. Uh, I don't think that's covered by warranty either. So you know, don't do that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 big. It's a big boy. Uh, but we are going to talk about the biggest, <laughs> the bigger boy, I guess, uh, in a, in a bit. But do we want to talk about the controller? Um, I I feel like I mean, there's not much to talk about with the controller. I think there's an accessibility perspective to talk about the controllers. So. Um, before we hop into the PS5, right, we'll talk about the DualSense for a minute. I mean, we've already, like, we've had prior episodes where we've talked about the controllers. You already know our biases of where we stand with controllers. But I, but I think the, the bit I want to talk about is more so the, the haptic system and the resistive triggers. Because so haptics, essentially from the articles we've been seeing in the YouTube videos, it's basically like how the iPhone's haptics work. Now, of course, I know a fair amount of audiences and have an iPhone, so you may not know what I'm talking about. Essentially, Apple has really good haptics in their phones where if say you push on a button and it's at the top of the screen and you have a haptic, like a, a vibration set for that button, the phone does a pretty convincing job of making it seem like that vibration came from the top right of the screen. And it's similar with the PS5 controller where like you'll feel like little tip taps to the other things as sort of like HD rumble. If you use that on the switch, I would say is a good equivalent of it. So it's far better, far higher quality vibrations that I think is fine. You can turn it off on a system level. It's fine from accessibility perspective because i know for some forms of disabilities right that mess of motor control having vibration like that can knock a controller out of your hand right if you just can't get a firm grasp on it for whatever reason the the second bit of it though is the resistive triggers and so these triggers are regular analog triggers but they're built in a way that developers can implement resistance to it right so as a put in air quotes a fun gameplay mechanic you might have to pull it super hard because it's for it's pushing itself back up and fighting you when you're pulling down the trigger. However, the good news is you can turn it off at a system level. There are controls to turn off a system level, but I don't think any developer outside of first party Sony Studios are really going to put in time to resistive triggers. Yeah, so uh, just uh, this is we're talking about the the PlayStation controller, by the way, uh, well sense controller, and uh, yeah, I I am. This is the thing. One of those things I'm like. It sounds cool to have this sort of like uh, feedback on on your on on the controller, but at the same time, and I'm like, I don't really want that kind of like it's 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 sort of like a monkey spa thing. I, I mean, it's like, oh, do you really want that kind of feedback on this? I'm like, no, actually, I don't think I do. Right? Like most of the time, like if I had a PS5, I'd be like, I, I I think I'll just turn that off. Like honestly, that doesn't seem like a all that good, but uh, I, I'll have to like you know try it out to actually s- say if it's good or not. Oh, actually, too, just to say before we move out to the console, per the Ars Technica piece, the same company that manufactures the HD Rumble makes the haptic system for the PS5, so it's probably going to be exactly the same as HD Rumble. Okay, okay, sure. Um, there are uh, so the controller has speakers on it, right? You know, uh, and it can make uh, make sounds like uh, which I, I I don't know if that's like I. I really, I like. I've never found the appeal in the controller making the noise. Uh, Piece. Oh my! Let's. I think we could actually talk about this for a minute because yes, I have. A, I've had a Wii. You know, I've played the Wii. Yeah, and it makes yeah. sounds. It's not. I think it's a couple things. A in a video game controller, you don't have enough space to a have good speakers. Right? They're always going to be tinny. There's not going to be any bass because you have physical constraints. But more so that it's like. What what do you want? What do you want? Like I get it. Okay, maybe when you're playing the next Silent Hill game, right? You'll hear pull the lever from your controller when you're doing something, right? Like I don't know. Like I I've never seen a game actually use it for anything other than just like 
Yeah, I, I I don't really see the appeal in it. Like as as even as a gameplay mechanic or whatever. Like a few games seem to even use it as you mentioned. So it it just seems kind of like a thing that they put in just just to have it in there. Like, can you use that for like voice chat? Like, I I like I, I, I hope not. Think, I, <laughs> I hope, hope not. That sounds bad. That sounds. That you sounds can't use a microphone better. for voice chat though. Okay, okay. I mean, okay, but I I wouldn't use the speaker. The speakers there for anything. Uh, to be honest. Um. So that's. I mean, let's talk about the. Uh, let's talk about the PS5 then. Uh, it's. I I am just gonna say it's big. It's big. I it's um. It's bigger than the Series X. As they so, as they said on Waypoint Radio this week, that's a wet ass PlayStation. <laughs> no, that's that's a big ass PlayStation. That's what this said. Uh, thank you, Kita, for that. Thank you, Kita, no, for that. Thank, thank you, Kita <laughs> Jackson. Um, but yes, it is a large. It is so amazing. Like it's to be honest, I I'm just kind of impressed how how big it is like it's bigger than the series x and like vertically oriented or horizontally oriented like it's 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 a big one uh what like i know you are kind of a fan of this design but i don't know like what do you think now like you are a fan when this was announced but i don't know if you're still a fan of this uh physical design so now that we have the now that we have the final unit out right sort of i think on its own what does this remind me of this Ah, there's like one piece that I that this would remind me of. It's I would what computer was it? The Cube Mac. The Cube Mac. Have you ever seen that before? The transparent Cube Mac? Yeah, so that Mac, right? It is like that on its own, right? Like taken on its own, super pretty. Like looks great. Like absolutely a super cool design for a computer. But as a product, right? Something is meant to be used, it's not useful. Sort of like a folding phone, right? Like the Surface Duo. Like the Surface Duo, right? Like it's beautiful. Hardware looks great, but these are meant to be used and they're meant to be placed. They're not by themselves, right? Like there's a reason that concept cars ever come to market because they look good as like on a track in ideal conditions, you know, by themselves. But to put this in your in your living room, to put this in your bedroom, right? To put this wherever you're going to put it, it's going to clash with everything else. It's not, it's there's like sometimes you say things look boring, but they look boring for a reason because computers are, should not be the centerpiece. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need. To, it doesn't need to be the one st- thing standing out, right? It doesn't need to be the one that's setting the. Like it, it doesn't need to be the one that's like, I like I I don't know if this is some sort of like I don't know like I'm not a, I'm not an interior designer or whatever, but like you don't want like a console to be the one that's making your room look like a different style like it's not the one that it should be defining or setting a style right like i feel like that's that's the thing i have that's the problem i have with it. it's just and the problem with this style is not just big and not just like it's unique it's also unique in a very like like loud way right like it's very loud like the design is not a quiet like it it, it, it wants to be seen as a as a pretty object right like it's it's, it, it's very it has loud. a fucking stand it demands attention <laughs> It demands it demands attention, like, and it is going to get attention, but not in the good way, right? Like it's just just going to look bad. Uh, so, like I think before we get like we talk about the ports, uh, the, I mean it's the same deal, basically uh, two USB ports on the back, uh, uh, Ethernet port and a HDMI port, and obviously the power cable goes in there. Goes and USB C, USB C. Thank you, Sony. On the front, uh, you, is it on the front? Oh, I, I oh oh yeah yeah yeah. There's a uh, there's one USB A port on the front and one USB C port on the front. Uh, there's a power button and also on the on the on the disc edition you have a disc eject uh, button. 
I just think this, I don't, like, I, I have a hard time getting over its uh, physical looks, but like, I don't like placing it vertically looks weird to me. Like that stand just, I, I, I don't, I don't think understand like how that's supposed to look good. Uh, fan wise, what do we have? We have like, you know, a, like, I know it has a, a huge fan right in, inside, obviously. It has liquid metal inside, which is actually interesting. So I guess actually to, to sidebar for a second, on, have you ever used liquid metal in any of your PCs or do you just use regular thermal compound? I think I'm pretty sure I use regular thermal compound. I don't. I don't think I've used uh, liquid metal. Uh, but it gives me pause for concern, though, right? Because the reason they're using liquid metal is because they're overclocking this, right? Like they're running at a consistent clock, so they need to ensure that the processors are always run at that clock. So they're that's why they have this wild ass thermal solution, which I don't. I don't know if that's like like that. That seems risky. Like I have a feeling. Of course, they've, they've QDated it, right? So it should be fine. Yeah. It should be fine. Yeah. Like liquid metal is known to be corrosive, right? If it's not making contact with the metal, right? It can corrode like other parts of regular computers. So it's just like is a little concerning, you know. Mm-hmm. Long term, maybe I don't know. Long term seems like a bit of a concern, right? Uh, like sure, it withstands the engineering test, but does it withstand the cheesy Doritos hand Taco Bell test? I that's what I want. That's what I'm curious about. Like I I want to see the Gamers Nexus breakdown for this one for this for this cooling system for real. They, they, I know they're, they're they're the experts on cooling systems, so I, I I'd love to see like a breakdown of this, uh, like what it looks like like internally and like how it stands up in the future. Uh, and uh, vent wise, there is uh, there's vents on the back, obviously, right? Like this, uh, where the ports are there, 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 that's a vent, right? That's a huge vent. Uh, that's like a vertical, like, I mean, like a long vent. Uh, there are vents on the side, I believe. Are those vents? I, I can't tell if those are vents or not. So basically how it works. So, you know, like the, like the, um, as G- the reason the reason why Gita called it a wet ass PlayStation is the the white fins right that they sort of swoop up that's vents all that they're covering so basically right it helps it helps carry airflow to move through the system right as it expands out so that's sort of how the airflow system works for it or the airflow rather moves oh that's so it's like the whole system is like a vent in some ways right like it's sort of moving air in a certain way right? it, it's basically like a traditional PC right where well. Uh, how, where you want to do it right where like you used to have like big fans in the front pulls air through graphics card might pull it up right you know um what's it called a power supply will pull it up and exhaust out yeah pull it out the back fan yeah mm-hmm. that sort of it flow is sort of how the ps5's aiming to work okay um i mean again one of those things that really needs to be tested properly by somebody like gamers nexus uh although what i'm more concerned in is the noise because so I have said, like, the nice part about Stadia is that there's no fan noise. But at the same time, like, to be honest, the Xboxes don't have loud fans. Like, Call of Duty will make the Xbox One X fan spin upright, but you have to put your... It, it's the kind of noise that blends into the room. You don't hear it unless you have your ear right next to the console. And, and, and it's not like... It's, it's, it ramps up so slowly, I guess, or maybe even if it ramps up fast. Like, it's just like a, the fans are big enough that when they're spinning at max RPM, like, you... Like it's just sort of ambient noise, right? Like you don't sound like a. It's just like white noise, like white noise in the background. But right? that PS4 though, that PS4, how loud is yours? How loud is your PS4 Pro? When I was playing, uh, what was the last game I played on it? Uh, Se- uh, no, not Sekiro. Um, um, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. Of Ghost yeah. Tsushima. No, it it got it. Like I mean, I I had headphones on, but whenever I take them off, I could hear the fans uh, going full tilt. Uh, it's. 
I mean, it's loud, but it's it's like I I, I don't think it's that bad. Like if you're if you're if you have this in like sort of a living room area and like you have this under your TV or whatever, and you're playing like a intense game like the PS4, like it it's probably fine. You you should clean the vents occasionally though, otherwise it'll probably get louder than you want it to, right? Like uh, that was a problem with the PS3. Uh, it's it's sort of a problem with the PS. That's probably the PS4 Pro too. The people have say like if it gets dusty, like it's loud already, right? It just gets even worse. Yes, no, yeah, it, it, it'll get it'll get worse. You have to, and it's annoying to clean because the vents are in a weird. Like this is this is my problem with these vents. It's like they're at like a like this is the same problem the PS4 has them, but the vents are like on the on the sides covered by the the hot, like the the black bars. Like it's hard to clean them. I I don't know if like if you've seen the what the PS4 Pro's vents are, look like. They, they they're not easy to clean because they're just sort of like recessed, right? Like they're sort of in the hardware, yeah. And it's it's hard, kind of like you have to sort of like move the air through them and make sure they get cleaned. Uh, but yeah, it's I am curious about this specific design, like how much dust is it's going to collect, how loud it's going to be. Uh, but yeah, I I'm just mostly concerned about this fucking physical design more than anything else. Uh, it just looks really weird. Uh, it doesn't. I mean, I mean, with with the. I mean, we've only seen pictures of the uh, disc version. I don't think it's a, a disc plus version is too different. Yeah, it's basically that, but like the lower lips a little smaller, right? You got like a smaller lip. Okay. Uh, so that's. I mean, I think we should talk about the the UI maybe just for a minute. UI, the UI. Sure, let's talk about the UI. Uh, well, like, well, basically, my main complaint with this UI is it is too damn hard to go to your games list. I don't know why Sony keeps doing this, right? Okay, granted, I think Sony. Does designs bad UIs in general? Like we'll set it up front. We know this, but my thing is the Xbox UI is really not that much better. But you know why I don't care? Because you turn on your Xbox, you press down and A, and you're at your games library. Sony has like some archaic system. When you turn it on in quick resume, you get to like some feed thing where it's like, oh, here's a quick. You remember like Android slices, right? That never shipped. They have like that bullshit style system for video games in the PS5, but only like two developers are going to take advantage of it, right? And it's like this whole like. I get it, it. It demos nicely, but do you know what people really want with their with with their game consoles? They want kind of the Switch UI, where it's you turn it on, you have a grid of games, and then you have one button to get to the eShop, and then maybe it's buried behind a menu with the rest of the shit. But you know what? No one who please at me if you have ever like been dang. I really wish the Switch would let me get to Nintendo Online quicker. No, no one has ever thought that. <laughs> yeah, this is this is one of those things where I will give Nintendo its uh, proper due. Is that Nintendo, uh, for all its faults with the Switch, and there are many faults I can go on all day, but uh, the the UI design is not one of them. The UI design, or rather UX, the user experience of using the the software on the on Nintendo Switch, like you launch, you, you turn the console on, you press A three times, you are at the you are at the place where you can launch games. Uh, you just just. Just straight up, like you just there is the list of games and you can scroll between them and you select the game and it will launch. That's it. It's the most simple but most boring and most the best console UI have ever used. Like honestly, it, it probably is the best one that I've ever used. Like I would say the Wii was better, but you never used the Wii, so I know you don't really know. But that Wii was mmm. Because the thing is the the Switch doesn't have banging music. The Wii had banging music. And when you're just hanging out that home screen, it was Bob's. Uh, so the Wii the Wii music. 
yeah, yeah, I've heard about the Wii music being uh, very, uh, very good. But yeah, like this, the Switch, Switch's UX is very simple. Like it's very, very simple. Uh, very clear visual design. Very clear, like you no, know, like the icons are very clear as to what they are and like how the UI works. And everything is like it's a very, it's not a busy layout. Obviously, it's a very clean layout. So like, I wish Microsoft and Sony would you know, try to emulate that sort of uh, UI a little bit. I mean, at least, at least like Microsoft, like I'm saying, right, at least it's like literally a button press when you turn it on to get to the, the grid of games, right? You don't have to do anything else, which I think is, because it's like when you turn on the Xbox, right, it's always the first, if you press A, it gives you into the last played game and then it's just down A to get into the game library. So I think that's fine, but it's just like Sony it just says, oh my God, this, this bullshit is just not, it's not, like I get it, I get it, it demos well. This is like, you know what this is? The PS5 reminds me of it's like the Android honeycomb of, of, of video game UIs. Looks really nice given everyone built for that spec, but no one's like, is Ubisoft going to take the time to build slices and gameplay videos and all of that proprietary stuff? Probably not. They, uh, I will, I will link a, like, I'm going to put a link to the, the video you're talking about, the, uh, the, the first look at the, uh, what is it, the PlayStation UI, but it, it's, yeah, I just, I'm like, why, I, I, I'm like, why do we need uh, all this shit? Why do we need all this clutter? Uh, I mean, clutter is uh, maybe the wrong word for it. I don't know. Like, it's it seems... Noise. I would say it's noise. The PS5 is a very noisy UI. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Xbox does too, right? The Xbox has fucking ads in their UI. So, like, you know, Microsoft doesn't get a pass either. It's just that, like, you could ignore it easier on the Xbox, where Sony makes you... Sony makes you, you know, entertain their bullshit, you know, design paradigm, whereas it's at least ignorable on Nintendo and, and Microsoft's consoles. I, I do think that the Xbox uh, design is a little bit better, in my opinion, but uh, that's uh, that's just uh, that's just me. Like, I, I, I don't mind Sony. Like, I mean, the old designs anyway, like the sort of the XMB. Uh, I don't know if you've used the PSP. Like the PS3, PSP era. Bro, I had a PSP. Yeah, yeah I know the XMB works. Yeah, like the the PS4 also is like very XMB. Uh, like mostly, it's mostly XMB style, like uh, navigation, like through the UI, which is fine. It's 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 mostly fine. I think it it's it's, it's uh, it does its job for the most part. Uh, we'll see about this one though. Uh, I'd imagine. Uh, Sony's. I mean, Sony always has weird shit in their software, so it's uh, it's just a Sony thing to have designs like that as they as they do. Uh, is there anything else to talk about? Is there uh the? I mean, there's the Astro's Playroom thing. I don't know if that's like uh like that's like the uh, packing game that's coming with the PS5. Uh, which is uh, like it's just a, like a demo, uh, a tech demo basically of uh of the controller, like uh of the controller's various uh like haptic rumble you know all that sort of i would say this is probably the best case of that controller's implementation too for the fact of that the same studio that made astro's playroom is also the same studio that like sony used to demo psvr right when that first came out so you know it's yeah this is probably like the best you're gonna get for this controller because like i said i don't it a lot of ways that game demos are structured game studios rather are structured right is that they have tools that are cross-platform right so they can build for all platforms at once but you don't get a lot of specific tuning per se for like very specific platform features, right? Like for example, on Xbox, right? You have those adaptive triggers where they have vibration, you know, haptic motors, vibration motors in the triggers themselves. Not many games use them to the extent like Halo does, right? Because Halo have it where if you scope in some weapons that make a little vibration that you only feel in that trigger, 
basically for like the PS5 UI and controller and all that stuff, right? When it comes to like studios like Ubisoft, they don't, they're not going to take the time, right? To just go ahead and implement all these custom features when it's just for a platform. And they have like what, 10 now, considered on fucking everything Stadia, PC, Luna, YouTube gaming, um, I don't know, fucking <laughs> a toaster. Facebook gaming. Face, I don't know. Yeah, there's the, like Ubisoft is not gonna like design for these specific features, right? Like they they're just gonna have like their their cross platform stuff do everything except these specific stuff. They're gonna, uh, yeah. It's just like third party studios are not gonna put in the effort, right? Most of the time, right? Unless Sony is like specifically paying them, like they have a contract with Sony or whatever, right? Like other than that, they're not gonna they're not gonna be putting these these sort of like all the weird haptic rumble stuff and you know uh, they're not it's not gonna happen it's gonna be only be in first party uh titles so that's uh that's uh, that's that's the ps5 uh i i think the hardware is coming out when like in two november 10th for the xboxes and november 12th 13th for the ps5 so two weeks yeah, like two weeks we're two weeks out uh we I, I like I don't know if you want to talk about this when they come out again. I probably probably not. Oh no, no, because it's uh it's rumored that that's going to be our Mac week, and absolutely we will. Well, also too, it's might be Big Sur week, right? Because I imagine when the our Macs come out, that's when Big Sur is going to come out. So we're probably going to have just like um talking about desktop computers episode that week. Yeah, yeah, we go, we gonna we gonna t- do a Shades of Brown classic where just us like I love desktop computers, et cetera, et cetera. But yes, uh, yes, because I'm always saying I love desktop. That's that actually me. I'm the one telling Tristan to buy uh build a build a PC with that jank with that jank Windows 10 update that's installing with, Edge with, for with, you automatically. Get, get an RTX 3080. You know, get the gamer gear, get the ROG motherboard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, let's let's wrap. Let's as always, let's wrap this up. Uh, you can find us. Uh, the show notes are on two shades of brown dot com. You can find me on Mastodon at packetcat at pinforward dot social, and you can find me on my website sadiksafe dot com. All the other links are there. And Chosa, where do people find you on the world wide web? So for this week's Love Life Corner, um, we since we didn't record last week, there's two episodes I'll need, uh, I'll just briefly touch on. So they had one on I and um, Rena, and then this week the episode was on Emma and Karen, and they, I think how they sort of translated their stories from the game to the show actually worked better than how they're introduced in the game. I think they actually gave a lot more personality that was only experienced really in the side stories in the in the game's original plot. And they're also introducing the actual school idol festival um, in, in sort of like a small way right now. And I, and I think they're going to be following with the main story, which was interesting because in the prior, you know, in the game story, it was sort of the other idol groups that don't canonically exist in this timeline, right, to to push the school idol festival. But so they're they're having it being introduced in a separate way, which I won't spoil, but I think definitely, definitely makes it its own interpretation that that's done well you know I'm, I'm excited for it also too um we didn't get a chance to talk about this apple story about like camera parts not being able to be swapped in the iphone 12s but that's bad um support the right to repair and you could find me online at chosefind.website and with that goodbye bye <laughs>